women in the victory over fascism, without the brave and tireless efforts of women across the USSR and Europe, vanquishing the enemy would have been impossible. This article first appeared in Grandma, national daily newspaper of the Communist Party of Cuba. It was reprinted by the Communist Party of the People of Spain in its publication October Daily and is reproduced here with thanks. Translation by Steve Cook On 9th May, the world commemorated the victory of the Soviet Union and the Allies over Nazi Germany in the Second World War. Indelible pages of heroism were written in those years, 1939-1945. Although much has been documented about this monumental event, it is fair to say that very little has been written about the role played by women in the victory. There were numerous stage dressing for the resistance. They fought with boldness, with valor, and beyond all limits. Following the 50th April 1941 call of the Communist Party, with Joseph Bruce Tito at his head, the Yugoslav people organized the struggle against the invader. In Yugoslavia, more than 100,000 women signed up for the National Liberation Army. British women performed combat duty in the anti-aircraft unit. Others joined the Special Operation Executive, SOE, which employed them in high-risk roles such as secret agents and clandestine radio operator in Nazi-occupied Europe. The Spanish women, who had fought against Franco's forces during the Civil War and now found themselves refugees in France, made a significant contribution to the resistance in that country. Polish, Czechoslovak, French, Italian and Greek women fought on a par with men and many times carried out the most dangerous task in clandestine conditions. It has been calculated that more than 300,000 people participated in the armed resistance struggle in Italy. Of these, over 35,000 were women. In liberated Milan, women maintained armed patrol in the streets. In Poland, there were 28 units of women partisans. Wanda Gerst created and commanded DISC, the Women's Sabotage Unit, a battalion which fought during the Warsaw Uprising. For her bravery, she was awarded her country highest honors. The writer Andre Malraux said of the women, those who have wanted to confine women to the role of mere auxiliaries in the resistance are fighting the wrong war. The Soviet woman. In the Soviet Union, nearly a million women mastered every specialist role in the rank of the Red Army during the war, without counting women partisans and the civil police. Ninety were awarded the, the title Heroine of the Soviet Union for their contribution to the victory. On 21st May 1943, the army set up the Central Training School for Women Snipers. By 1945, this institution had trained over 2,000. Ludmila Pavilensko, considered to have been the best female sniper of all time, despite more than 300 of the enemy. Natasha Kovshova, Lydia Bakieva, Nina Alexitevna Lopkovskia, and many others rose to unheard of challenges and won the people's admiration for their heroism. Of the 2,000 women trained at the school, only 500 will survive the war. The famous 588th Night Bomber Wing deserves special mention. 
The fascists call them witches of the night. Their compatriots call them the Little Sisters. The squadron of his female wing imposed a genuine terror on the German. They flew small P2 biplane, slow and obsolete aircraft nicknamed Kukuruznik, the crop duster. The open cockpit did not protect crew from either bullets or the bitter wind. There was no radio communication. The plane's speed was as little as 120 kilometers, less than 17.5 miles per hour, and it flew at a height of 3 kilometers, just under 2 miles. The only weapons on board were TT pistol, a 1930 semi-automatic infantry sat home. It has no bomb bay. When needed, the crew will rest the explosive device on their knees and drop them out themselves. They took off at night, making up to 10 flights each time. They will cut the engine and the bomb would fall on the enemy in silence. In addition, they flew beyond enemy line to deliver material to the guerrillas. The German ended up rewarding an iron cross to anyone who could shoot down an aircraft from this unit. The 586 fighter wing stationed in Stalingrad and made up of women also saw outstanding action in the war. To this unit was deployed the famous pilot Lydia Litvak, who heard the nickname White Rose of Stalingrad. With 12 aerial victories, she was considered a Soviet Air Force ace. Lydia died in combat on 1st August 1943, aged just 21. In Leningrad, the artillery units were thrown almost exclusively by women. Maria Oktyabraskavaya, the, the first woman in the world to be a member of a tank crew, was mortally wounded in the north of Belarusia in 1944, when she was 38 years old. Zoya Kosmodemyenskaya, a reign of the Soviet Union during the Second World War, undertook sabotage work in the German rear. She was captured, tortured and hanged on 21st November 1941. Zoya became a symbol of the resistance to the Nazis. Alexandra Zamusensko was a commander of a T-34 tanks. She died of war wounds at the age of 22 on 3rd March 1945. The Soviet Estonian Elen Kuhlmann was an intelligence agent who operated in Estonian territory occupied by the Nazi. She was captured and executed on 6th March 1943 at the age of 23. Soviet armament factories which have been moved bolt by bolt to the east, counted on the selfless work of sisters, wives, daughters and mothers who also had on their shoulders the task of feeding the people and producing to win. They worked until they dropped from exhaustion, driven on by faith in victory. Without them, without their giving of themselves, vanquishing the enemy would have been impossible. <laughs>